Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Pradeep Duby, Intel Fellow and Director of the Intel Parallel Computing Lab. Welcome. How are you doing today? Thank you, Pat. I'm doing just fine. Well, why don't we just start and talk about the Intel Parallel Computing Lab and how that relates to Intel's focus on AI technology. So our lab focuses on looking at applications which require a lot of compute, and AI happens to be one such application which, in fact, requires lots of compute. So it's also on our list of applications we look at. And we start from the application, then we go all the way down, right, to understand the system needs of that application as to what does it take to get it performing and get it productively performing. Productively performing means that the developer or people outside of Intel should not be sweating when the performance is achieved. They should be happy. They should be productive from their amount of time from in terms of the performance they get and the time they spend. Now, two arenas where this is very true in terms of applications that need that type of tuning and optimization work are high-performance computing and AI, and we're seeing a convergence in that space. I wanted to talk to you about that. What is driving the convergence of high-performance computing and artificial intelligence? AI needs a lot of performance, so clearly it's a high-performance computing application. AI also needs a lot of data, so that's why it's a little bit different from other high-performance computing applications, which were more simulation-dominated. They needed less data and tons of compute. AI needs lots of data and lots of compute. So there are some differences, but the primary reason for convergence is the fact that both need a lot of compute. AI needs a lot of compute for its training phase. And the reason for why it's shaping HPC has to do with the fact that it has additional requirements, such as the data requirement that I mentioned. AI is also different in the sense that the developer class, that the people who are involved with AI are different. They're not as much systems people. They're more data scientists. So their willingness to program at a low level is not there anywhere near the extent to the extent an HPC person would program. So HPC guys are also very knowledgeable in terms of how to program large machines for performance. Now, obviously, Intel has decades of experience in working with the HPC community on some of the largest HPC configurations in the world, as well as in the innovation that has driven waves of insight during that time period. And we also have deep investment in artificial intelligence technologies. What does Intel architecture bring to the table and Intel's engineers bring to the table in terms of this convergence? And what do you see in terms of our platform technologies that will influence the convergence of this space? So first of all, we are the compute company, right? Since both HPC and AI need a lot of compute, Intel clearly has a big role to play. And this is more than the processor compute. This is memory and networking and computed system level at the scale of data center and supercomputing. Intel also has deep expertise. Ninja programmers or system programmers or performance programmers have deep expertise in optimizing for HPC and AI as well. And in general, for data analytics, graph analytics, machine learning, which are all different components in the world of HPC AI, we have that expertise in how do we do architecture application core design. 
so that you get maximum performance that our systems can offer for the algorithms of choice that AI wants or HPC wants. Thirdly, the productivity aspect that we also have expertise and interest in making this whole iteration right, of algorithm to architecture to performance a very productive experience for not just the traditional programmers, but the new data scientists of the world. These are the three capabilities that we bring, our hardware, our ability to co-optimize the algorithms of tomorrow for our hardware. And thirdly, bringing a high productivity environment so that this whole process is a lot less painful than it otherwise would be. When you look at the potential of taking the best of technology from high-performance computing and the best of AI, what are the potentials from the developer and scientific communities that you see in the end state of that conversion? So AI has a lot to learn from HPC because HPC has dealt with large amount of compute, both how do you deploy a large amount of compute for solving a tough problems such as some kind of an optimization problem. At the same time, HPC also has experience scaling things, both in strong scale terms and weak scale terms. Strong scale means you have a fixed size problem and you keep deploying more and more compute to bring the time to solution down. And weak scale when you, have, when you fix a problem per node and you just deploy more and more nodes to keep scaling in a weak scale sense. HPC has that experience. AI, on the other hand, brings some new dimensions to this whole compute scaling, the dimension of large, massive data. And the second is a different lower precision. Right? AI actually drives the need for precision, as in arithmetic. In a different direction, HPC has been driving precision and from single precision to double precision. AI goes the other way. It's seeking less than single precision. Most of the AI workloads are happy with half precision. So that is the other angle that AI brings, namely all the way at the ALU level, at the arithmetic unit level. So AI brings the angle of massive data and lower precision. HPC, on the other hand, brings the angle of large amount of compute and scaling to large systems. And when you look at the technologies that we're investing in across our portfolio, you mentioned the Ninja program. What are the technologies that you think are most relevant here? And how is Intel innovating in terms of delivering unique capabilities for this new arena? On all of those fronts, clearly we are the compute providers, so we keep growing our compute more and more cores, more and more flops, quote-unquote. At the same time, we are also addressing the precision issue. So we have announced that we'll have our first Xeon supporting B-Float, which is the new numeric format that AI requires. And across all our AI training platforms, and specifically Xeon in Cooper Lake, will be the first Xeon platform to offer B-Float. So that's at the numerics level. We also have support for, in our libraries, MKL supports deep learning primitives in MKL DNN. We have support for a scaling MKL DNN in our other library called MLSL. And then we also have technologies such as our memory technologies, right, which are now playing a bigger and bigger role. So all the way from support for offering how to distribute the compute, support at the node level, compute itself, the precision of the compute, the memory that goes with the compute, both the size and the bandwidth of the memory technology and our networking technologies. Plus, recently, we have also been bringing a different hardware accelerator platforms to AI. 
So these are further acceleration on top of Xeon. So pretty much across the whole spectrum, libraries to hardware to memory to networking, all the way down to ALU, internet technologies to bring to bear. And then what are the best ways to engage with you and your team in terms of taking advantage of the technologies that you just outlined? And where do you see the critical opportunities for code developers to engage around the topic of parallelism that will drive a lot of this innovation forward? So we are part of the research lab, our parallel computing lab. So one place to engage us is through academic forums that we all participate in. There's NeurIPS conference going on now. Supercomputing just happened. We attend all of those conferences. We publish, we engage the community at these conferences. Additionally, our business groups also are the ones that primarily engage our developers at these conference forums, such as Supercomputing or SIGGRAPH or NeurIPS or ICML, as well as at our own AI forums that we organize often. One final question for you, Pradeep. Um, where should folks go to find out more information on what Intel is doing in this space online and engage further with your organization? So if you just go on ai.intel.com, you'll actually find in general information about AI across Intel. And in there, you'll also see a tab for research programs where you can also look at our people involved with this, our researchers, our publications, the various research projects that we have. Plus, there's a tab on technologies. So you can look at the breadth of AI solutions at ai.intel.com. And the other one, software.intel.com, that's also another place where you can go find out about our software in general, both for HPC and AI. Fantastic. Well, Pradeep, thank you so much for your time today. It's always a pleasure talking to you and hearing about the fantastic work that your organization is driving with the industry. I can't wait to hear more about the impact that these innovations drive into the broader market. Thank you. My pleasure. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization.